1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10
0: per order, additional term supply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: Dustin, welcome to the show. Are you going to have to soak your feet after working this weekend up in Indianapolis?
1: Man, I'll tell you what. This is the most entertaining conversation that I've heard at eight twenty in the morning. Anytime, this is like this is like radio gold here, and I hope your listeners are appreciating it because I'm having a hell of a time just listening to you guys. And I, this and is I, awesome.
0: I tell you something, Dustin. I think that it's fair to say that this is probably the first time in your life that your actions are being compared to what Beyonce may be doing.
2: How about that?
1: Look at what we did for you. I guess, I guess I'd like to think of it as maybe her actions are being compared to me. So there you go. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, let's see. Okay. All right. You
2: know. there, there we go. There we go. You know, it's that kind of weekend because we talk about the magnitude of the event here, but the magnitude <clears throat> of this weekend for motor racing. Talk about that for just for a minute, to have uh, both IndyCar and NASCAR at the same place. What is it like?
1: Yeah, I'm here in Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It is a beautiful morning here, getting ready you know, later this afternoon for the uh, NASCAR Cup Series race on the, uh, the road course here. And yesterday they did have the IndyCar Series race here and the NASCAR Xfinity Series here race. And this is the only time of the season where you have the IndyCar Series and NASCAR's top two series together on the same track uh at in the same city and it's just uh it's just been fun i mean it's uh you know it's an opportunity for some of the drivers who you know who admire each other or friendships of each other and don't get to see each other because of their their travel and schedule to kind of see each other and just also the opportunity to see the different cars i mean you know the opportunity to watch some of that indycar race yesterday and, and to see the cars up close is just uh you know something I don't get the opportunity to do as much because I'm always on the road with the NASCAR series. So it, it as a motorsports fan, I enjoy it. So a weekend like this, uh, it it, uh, it gives me everything. It's the uh, it's the uh, ice cream Sunday with the cherry on top.
0: Dustin Long, NBC Sports, joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, ninety two nine The Game dot 9 com. I actually want to go back because I'm curious about. From your seat, when you first started going to Indy, because this was a big deal when Indianapolis Motor Speedway decided to let NASCAR come in for the Brickyard. But over the years, the amount of times that you've been there, talk about the first time you were there watching NASCAR at, at Indy and where it is right now and the evolution of it and and just, just things that you have noticed since they have opened their arms up there at Indy to allow these, uh, these cars to run there.
1: Yeah, I was here for the inaugural uh, NASCAR Cup race in 1994. And, you know, before NASCAR came here, they had a a test session in 1993 with uh, nine cars. And I think at the time they had about 50,000 people show up for a test session and because people were curious about the stock cars coming to indianapolis and again you know you have to think about that was an era that was a period where the only race at this track was the indianapolis 500 only indy cars were were on this track so there were there were those uh among the the population that did, did not want nascar here because they just felt like the tradition and history of the indianapolis 500 indianapolis motor speedway that only indy cars raced here was something that they wanted to keep. Obviously, you know, we see with all sorts of, whether it's a racetrack, whether it's, you know, a football stadium, a basketball arena, you know, it's not just a home for that sports team, but it's a home for so many other things and there's always something going on in a lot of those places. And again, that's part of what with racetracks, adding, you know, the NASCAR series here to to Indianapolis and and, uh, and giving, you know, NASCAR the opportunity to be in a in a race crazed market. Um you know, just to be here is, is, and to be at you know, you know, one of the world's greatest racetracks, it's I think it's a good thing for NASCAR. And so, you know, they've had some challenges here. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, the the stands aren't going to be full like the for the Indianapolis 500. But you know, that is a you know, once a year one. Uh, that's a that's a unique event where it has such a rich, strong history that has gone more than 100 years and. You know that's that's something that you know if you've been to you come back to year after year. I'm from I grew up an hour away from here, and you know I make I try to make it back most years for the Indianapolis 500 here lately. So um, you know even though even though my job is racing, then I try to take a few days off and go. What do I do? I go to another race It's the Indianapolis 500, <laughs> the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Yeah. So this is this is like my home track in a sense, and uh, you know being here is like being at home. Wow. You
0: said he's an hour from the hour north or south of Indy. Like we're what, what talking.
1: North. We're uh, Lafayette. We're oh, University. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: know me some Lafayette. Well, I'm, I'm from Chicago, so I used to cut around the bottom of the Lake, yeah. so the of the lake all the time. And I worked in Mer and Oh yeah, worked in Merrillville.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Merrillville oh, and yeah, yeah man.
0: Brezo hung out over there. Yeah, yeah. man. I, don't see, tell me about see, Northern Indiana. See, I know see. something
2: about that. All right. That's been the devil the wait for it. Dot <laughs> com well like with Dustin Long from NBC Sports. Uh, they got your coverage later today uh, from Indianapolis from NASCAR Cup Series there, and he is social. You can find him on the Twitter, or the X, whatever you're calling it. This month uh, <laughs> at, at, at Dustin Long, all, all Lord Case. Uh, Dustin, thoughts about what this road course and this particular event is attracting? We saw a foreign driver attracted uh, come come over and win at Chicago. Understand there are more this time. I see uh, 2311 has added one that's come all the way from Japan
1: yeah i mean this is an exciting time in the sense of there's, there's such a diverse uh, uh list of drivers and um the field the, the 39 uh 39 driver field includes drivers from seven different countries six foreign countries in the u.s and so this is an exciting time for nascar but like you referenced Shane van gisbergen is uh, is back and he is from new zealand he's a three-time supercars champion he was the one who raced at uh, Chicago and won on the uh, the inaugural streets of Chicago cup race. He drives for track house racing's, uh, uh project number 91 team track house racing team co-owned by uh, Justin Marks and Pitbull. Uh, you also, he's starting eighth today. You've got starting 11th is Brody Kostecki who is also in the supercar series. So he races against Shane Van Gisbergen, you know, in Australia, and Brody Kostecki is from Australia, and he's making his cup debut today with Richard Childers Racing. So he'll be a teammate to Austin Dillon and Kyle Busch. He's starting the You know, as you mentioned, uh, another one of the, the foreign drivers is Kamui Kobayashi, who will be uh, drives for 2311 Racing, the team co-owned by Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan. And he'll be teammates to Bubba Wallace and Tyler Reddick. And Reddick is uh, the defending winner of this race. And Kamui Kobayashi is, um, you know, former uh, 24-hour Lamal winner. Uh, world endurance champion, uh, very, very good driver. And, you know, one of the things that he talked about when I talked with him earlier this week is, you know, looking forward to experiencing NASCAR. But one of the things he wants to do is just further introduce the sport of of NASCAR to the audience in Japan. Uh, For the most part, uh, the NASCAR races are not on television in Japan, but because Kamui Kobayashi's in today's race, it'll be picked up by Japanese broadcast broadcasting and be on television in Japan. So, you know, again, uh, just part of the worldwide reach that, uh, that NASCAR and this event is presenting. And, um, you know, it just adds a little bit more spice to uh, this type of event, which there's already so much on the line with the, the battle for the, the the final playoff spots with three races left in the regular season. Can Chase Elliott make his way into the playoffs? Um, it's just, to me, there's just so many fascinating storylines that uh, you know certainly encourage people to tune in at 2 p.m. Uh, Eastern time on NBC to watch our countdown to Green Show and then coverage of the race at 2.30 p.m.
0: I'm glad he got the plug in because that allows me to get get my question in. I was going to have to do that. Go ahead. Because, see, all bets are off, Sam. All bets. Are, Dustin knows this, too. We've been watching the movement in college football. We talked about that. Traditions, out the window. Doesn't matter. We've watched Jimmy Johnson go from NASCAR to open-wheel racing. We saw it before that with Tony Stewart. He was doing both of them in the same day at times. Now we're seeing all-time greats make a jump that you never thought you'd see before. I'm getting to a question here, and I want to get your thoughts on something because nobody thought they'd see Messi playing in the MLS, right? Yeah. We have seen a guy right now who used to dominate F1 who is no longer doing that. You can talk about why that's happening, but my question to you is if that's the case and somebody writes the check that will get him to come over here – is it out of the realm of possibility to consider that Lewis Hamilton may come over here and run either NASCAR or open-wheel IndyCar racing? And if it were the case, which one of those two do you see him landing at?
1: Well, yeah, I did. Uh, I was at the Miami Grand Prix in May, and I did talk with Lewis and asked him about uh, his interest in NASCAR. And, uh, you know, again, his focus, as he said, is is on F1, and, 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 and that's what he's done. But he says, look... You know, at some point, he wants to to do a NASCAR race, and he, he really likes the idea of trying to do, like, the Daytona 500 at some point, you know, the sport's biggest race. So um, I think to prepare for that, he'd have to do some an, another race or two, but I think that would be fantastic to have somebody like Lewis Hamilton uh, sometime down the road you know, show up at, at a NASCAR race and compete in it. And just to have somebody of that caliber and, and who's had that much success and to have, you know, an, another opportunity for people in the States to be able to maybe potentially see him in person. Obviously it's not in an F1 car and it's what he's done and, and what his career is based on. But, uh, you know, I think it's fun to see drivers do dis- different disciplines, just like, you know, here today's race, Kyle Larson, and he's going to be starting six. Well, last night he was in knoxville iowa and he won the knoxville nationals for the second time and second second time and you know for people not as familiar with sprint car racing what's the knoxville nationals well i'd say it's the indianapolis 500 of sprint car racing the daytona 500 of sprint car racing so he just last night in knoxville iowa he wins the biggest event He's got a press conference this morning, later this morning, where they're going to uh, just show off the the delivery, the, the, the scheme on his IndyCar that he will race in next year's Indianapolis 500 yeah. with McLaren Arrow and with Rick Hendrick. And after that, a few hours after that, he's going to jump into his cup car and compete in today's NASCAR Cup race here at Indianapolis. So, the guy's twenty, you know, In the last, 20, in, in the last uh, not even 24 hours, he will have been in the biggest race in sprint car racing and won it. He will be you know, showing off the car that he's going to drive in the biggest IndyCar race of the season, next year's Indy 500, and he's going to be in the cup race trying to win that. So uh, <laughs> you know, he, he's, in a sense, I'm not going to say he's exactly like Lewis Hamilton, but he's kind of like a Lewis Hamilton type, and maybe Lewis is able to kind of do some things once he's done winning and, and challenging for wins and, and doing the things that he's done uh, I know it's been a tougher year for them this year with the with the Red Bull team dominating, but uh, you know I still think there could be some big things for Lewis Hamilton at Mercedes down the road.
2: Yeah, yeah. Both spending time talking with Dustin Long, uh, talking about NASCAR and all just all things auto racing and how uh, different. And my, my goodness, Lawson, if there's a light on and they're racing somewhere, that guy shows up, right? Uh, but th- exactly. Those, those about the points chase. Some people who are right on the outside looking in. I had a chance to talk with AJ Almendinger this week. He knows how to win on that layout, and he said he wasn't going to bring his golf clubs to try to get nine holes in. Uh, He's at 19 right now trying to work his way. Talk about some people that you were going to watch today, uh, along with our Chase Elliott from here in Dawsonville, Georgia, trying to uh, do something good in this race that gets them above that cut line.
1: Yeah, basically what you've got is 12 guys, 12 of the 16 spots are locked in. There's the potential today that two more drivers can lock in, Kevin Harvick and Brad Kozlowski. If so, that leaves two spots left. Uh, for the 16-driver playoff field. Right now, Bubba Wallace is in that 15th spot, and he's got a little bit of a cushion on those behind him. So as long as things don't go haywire, he, he should be in a good position after today. Now that last spot, 16th, is held by Ty Gibbs, the grandson of NFL Hall of Fame coach um, Joe Gibbs and the, and the team owner, Joe Gibbs Racing. So Ty Gibbs, rookie season, 20-year-old kid. He's got a three-point lead over Michael McDowell, former Daytona 500 winner, uh, Michael McDowell is very good on on road courses. And so, he, you know, I talked with him yesterday. He's really excited about the opportunity for today. Um, you know, Ty Gibbs also is excited. He won the Xfinity race here yesterday. So he's got more laps uh, on this track and, and a little bit more experience after yesterday. So Ty Gibbs holding that last spot. Michael McDowell, three points back. And then you got five points back. Daniel Suarez. Uh, for track house racing and uh, you know it's been a tough go this season but they've had a a nice bounce back last week and now he's in position he's going to be starting on the pole today yeah and so you know a great opportunity to uh, to to really have a strong day I was talking with our uh, NASCAR and NBC analyst Jeff Burton earlier this morning at the hotel and he says look Ty Gibbs and Daniel Suarez based off of practice yesterday had the two best cars that he saw out there so uh, those are guys battling for the, the, the you know the final playoff spot, and they could be battling for the win today. So um, that's that's something to, w- to look at. AJ Allmendinger, like you talked about, is is nineteen uh, nineteen points back or so. He he's starting twenty sixth. He he was he came into the media center after after qualifying and was just really really frustrated and disappointed, and just says he's got a lot of work to do. and He's got to look at himself and figure out how to make that car go fast. So um you know he's going to be coming back from the from further back in the pack uh whereas you know like i said daniel swartz starting on the pole ty Me gibbs are. is starting 10th michael mcdowell starting four so aj's got a little bit ahead of him and it'll be fun to see what he can do with those other guys that he's racing for those, that final playoff spot or so uh, starting further in front of them all right bro. dustin
0: as always thank you man we're up against it but you just have yourself a wonderful call today enjoy the race and we'll try and get you on back here soon and make you laugh again
1: All right,
2: guys. Uh, Have a great day and keep dancing. All right. There
1: you go. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.